Today we're going to talk about money and get a deeper understanding of what it is uh, so that we can understand what is going on in uh, the world of finance. So money is a fundamental concept and it is nothing but a concept. Uh, a lot of us think of money as an object, like if we have a stack of quarters, each quarter, well, that's, that's money and more of those objects is worth more. Um, but in, in money has always been symbolic of something else. It's a token, whether that was gold or some substance that we value, like we valued gold. Human beings have given gold and silver and other precious metals. We've imbued it with meaning. So really money is a consolidated or distilled meaning. And that's a really important understanding. Um, and a lot of people are concerned because the world's currencies now are delinked from anything underlying that has that um, higher agreement of value. Like if we look at the the, in Great Britain, they have the pound sterling. And the pound sterling was a note, an agreement that when the note was presented, that a person would receive sterling. And same in the US, the, the word dollar uh, is an amount of gold. And the US dollar was delinked from uh, any kind of limited resource. And we'll talk more about that when we start looking at why cryptocurrencies have such interesting potential uh, to affect the whole shape of our economy and what's possible. So really, if we look at like a dollar or a euro or any other piece of currency, what it is, it's essentially a contract, a certain set of agreements. And the fundamental agreement is that we all agree that this matters. And to some extent, to, I mean, to a large extent, uh, especially in the Western economies, where you have central banks and these entities are in charge of trying to somehow maintain the integrity of something that has essentially no value. I mean, uh, uh, you know, we've got paper money, which has very little value as paper. And then really most of the currency in the world is stored digitally now. Uh, it's not necessarily digital currency like cryptocurrency, but it is in digital format. When you go online and you look at your bank account, you're seeing a bunch of digital information. And so the information is imbued with meaning. And so we can't say that money is meaningless. The thing is, uh, many cultures around the world um, unbeknownst to each other, develop the notion of money because it's very much a human thing to create little tokens to give to each other and count things. So money is, it's, it's interesting in that way that, um, you know, in such an important way, it's totally not needed. Like really, a lot of people could imagine a world where there just is no need for money. What, what would you really need it for? Um, 
if we were really committed to everyone having everything they need and even everything they want, we don't necessarily, because there's only so much you can want. If, if all the wants are fulfilled, then we might get bored. I don't know. Like, like if we all had yachts, then the meaning of having a yacht would, would diminish and the status. So, you know, status matters. And, you know, so money is used to symbolize status. And in other animal kingdoms, you know, the walrus status is achieved by fairly straightforward means. You know, the, the strongest and meanest walrus is, gets the status of being, you know, the head of, uh, of, the, head of the walrus tribe. I'm sorry, I don't know the name of what you call a group of walruses. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, it's, it's used for those kinds of symbols, status. We, we share money to express all kinds of different uh, values, uh, you know, as a gift. A lot of times people associate money with love and with attention. And the part, the aspect of money that's to me the interesting one for transforming the economy is the use of money to symbolize our commitments. And you know when somebody is committed because they use these little words on paper, these little contracts, and they hand them over, and that represents a commitment. And, and another interesting thing to think about in the world of transactions is that you know, a lot of people think of capitalism and money as some kind of a zero-sum game uh, where I have, if I have more, you have less. And um, I don't remember who told me this, but if you think about, let's say there's a pair of shoes for sale at a shoe store and it's $100 and you have $100 and you want the shoes, um, well you give the $100 to the storekeeper, the storekeeper gives you the shoes, and both people have more because the shoekeeper wanted the money more than the shoes, and you wanted the shoes more than the money. But that moment of the, the money changing hands or you know, in finance, going from one bank account to another, that is a real commitment. Everything else leading up to that is, is lower quality words. So you might say that we use money to symbolize our highest quality commitments. And of course, our actions and the way we use our time are also very valuable indicators of our commitments. Um, but money is this unique distillation of the idea. It's like, yes, I do care about it because I'm willing to, I care about the thing more than I care about keeping the money in my account. So that's the basic understanding of money, what its role is, a symbol of our commitments. And if we understand that, um, then we can really use that fundamental unit of understanding to literally reshape the economy. Now, you know, money is, there. there's another part of money, though, that I do want to talk about briefly, which is that um, you know, a lot of times people feel that money is tied to coercion. And just like in the, the, the group of walruses, yes, the leader 
is coercive, stronger using force. And now human beings are not, we are animals, but we have this capacity to live in peace, to be at peace. So the fact that we are coercive animals and we're very, we have this violent and coercive potentiality, then it's only natural that that money will end up being expressed or used in, in ways that are tied to that aspect of our nature. But that doesn't mean that it can't flow in other ways and express commitments and, and, and move in ways that are uh, symbolic of states of peace. And Vegan Launch itself is designed from the framework of peace the idea of trying to weed out everything systematically that would um, sort of push people toward our lower states and to replace them with things that bring out the higher qualities of humanity. And that's why Vegan Launch, for example, is an inclusive community. And we're going to see, you know, can it work as we build the community? Can we really work together? Can we really make sure that everyone has their needs met? And, and these questions are really baked into the design of Vegan Launch. It, uh, as you participate more and more, you'll begin to see uh, where that's working and where it's not working. Uh, we'll put in a bug report or a, a feature request so that we can keep growing the community in a way that is uh, representative of the merging of our vegan values and peace and this sort of basic human notion concept of money.